Welcome back to another episode of the Panhandle Portland Podcast. My name is Chase Mendoza. And I'm Stetson Mendoza. I'm Aurelio Serta. And we we'll want to give a big old apology for missing uh, the episode last week. Um, I had COVID, so I sounded like crap, and I just I figured we would just miss one because, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. We didn't have enough in the bank, but we're we're slowly getting back into it. Yeah, I know. How long is it? So how long is COVID going on? Forever, it feels like. I think it started January of 2020, but it didn't get. But it was March when everybody started panicking. Mm-hmm. So, and I only know that because of the store. Like it just got hit hard in March. So, yeah. So it's been over. So it's over, about to be two years. It's almost two years. Honestly, yeah. honestly, I didn't think I'd ever get it because you know I'm tough and I thrive on being tough. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess yeah. I'm just tougher, Chase, because I haven't gotten it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arm wrestle right now. <laughs> I can't get it. It's impossible. No, uh, so the second I say that. Honestly, I guess this can be a... So what was it like? Though? Yeah. How to beat COVID 101. <laughs> Walter's well, etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing that I noticed was um, on Sunday, I woke up. We were drinking the night before, but only until like 1030 or 11. So like... You know, I didn't wake up with a hangover. My wife thought maybe it was a hangover, but I was like, no, because the main thing were my hips all the way to my ankles just hurt. Like, my, they just, they hurt. Like, it wasn't even sore. It was just a throbbing, aching pain that just stayed there. And that was the biggest thing. And then uh, it continued to Monday, which I called in on Monday, and then talking with my boss, which is my uncle Gilbert, he was like, well, maybe you should go get tested on Tuesday. So by Tuesday, I went and got tested, showed positive, but I didn't have a fever. So that's the weird thing. Cause you know how everyone's like the first thing that shows up is your fever. Yeah. Never had a fever the entire time. Cause the first thing I did Sunday, whenever I had all of it, I thought maybe checked. No, I was good. So, uh, went and got tested, tested positive, went home. And then I noticed the past couple days, Sunday and Monday, that every time I took a hot shower, I felt fine. So whenever I got home Tuesday, I got my hunting stuff, basically, and I got my long johns, and I got my undershirt, my thermal undershirts, put them in the dryer for like 10 minutes just to get them all nice and hot. Took me a really hot freaking shower, and then got out, put it on, and then put some other clothes on top of it grabbed me a big old blanket, put it around me, and then sat down on my heating pad. Mm-hmm. And they were gone. My aches were gone in like three hours, four hours, yeah. something like that. Aches were gone. So then I had a slight cough, but not really a terrible cough, but I sounded like crap. Like I sounded sicker than I actually was. So once I got all of my, once I got all my aches gone, like I said, everything was fine until I started losing my smell and my taste, which was the most annoying thing ever. But, I mean, now it's back. So, I mean, really, if you just kind of handle it all symptom by symptom, like you're going to get a little bit of chest congestion, use some Vicks, humidifier if you got one. They got them for cheap over at Walmart. Just Vicks. <laughs> I mean, really. Vicks fixes everything. Dude, I'm telling you. Like, honestly, <laughs> like I had 10 days... 
I had 10 days off paid, luckily, with my job. But uh, I think I was altogether, like, I before I got tested, smell, I was sicker. Could you smell the Vicks? I could at first. I could the first couple of days, but then I started losing everything by, like, day what? six. I started losing everything. Like, even not smelling Vicks? I, could, I couldn't smell Vicks. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't smell anything. COVID can't control Vicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, insane. I mean, honestly, That's I just... Like, stuff. Yeah, that really is potent stuff. The weirdest thing, because I was, like... I was sitting there thinking of things that are, like, really strong. And so I even drank straight pickle juice. Couldn't... It tasted like water. Huh. Couldn't smell it. Couldn't taste it. It... It was the weirdest thing. Every I was basically just eating to survive. You should have just got jars of sauerkraut because people don't like sauerkraut, but it's super healthy for you. Oh yeah, so I just love sit sauerkraut. there and just start. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say you could just sit there and just eat just handfuls. But I can't stand it. My daughter, she like thrives on that stuff. See, I every, ate for lunch every day. I ate a bunch of lemons and pickles, and I got the aftermath of eating pickles and drinking pickle juice. <laughs> I was on the toilet, but. It was weird. I could eat like five pickles and <laughs> nothing happened. I was like, "Hey." Now my father-in-law had COVID too, and uh, he was testing his smell. And what he did was he got a Ziploc baggie and he sprayed cologne inside the Ziploc bag and like put it on his face. And he's like, "I can't smell anything." He's like, "I could barely kind of smell something." And he was just like, "Yeah, I have it." And then he infected everybody else in that household, and they oh, all got it. You know, just like, <laughs> I was like, so they finally got over it, and then they came over here. I think like after their their quarantine was done, they came over here for a birthday party, um, for one of my nephew's birthday parties, and like he was telling me this whole story about like what he went through, and he said the same thing. He said he just felt like super achy, and he wasn't like throwing up or like flu symptoms. Mm-hmm. It was just ache like achy pains, and then just the smell and the taste, and then. He from his from his thing, he didn't really lose much of his taste, because I told him about you, and I was like, well, he said you know it was dangerous to drink beer because he could just freaking it tastes like water, mm-hmm. and he was like, nah, man, he's like, whenever I drink a beer, he's like, it tasted, it would be super cold, it'd be a cold beer, and when he drink it, it tastes like it was hot. That was the taste of it. Like it was a hot beer, huh. and he's just like, it was freaking disgusting, and I was like, well, that sucks. You got the ass into it then well, so my brother and my parents they all had it i guess every, and hold on real quick so i guess is it i guess we know it just handles that's why it's, we still a lot of times we mess around about it but we still got to take it somewhat serious because it affects everyone different yeah as you can tell yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah so with my parents they said that it made things taste different even now like my mom can't drink cokes anymore because it changed her it changed the taste mm-hmm. but so them telling me that before i even got it because they were you know talking about it You're like, what, i just don't want to get it because well, i want something that i love <laughs> yeah exactly so what i did was i stayed away from everything that i love yeah i stayed away from everything and just drank strictly water which is good room temperature water mm-hmm. because from what i was reading is covid thrives in cold mm-hmm So, as long as you do everything hot, soups, you know, all that stuff, it'll help kind of keep everything down. So, I was drinking room temperature water, and I knew my taste was coming back whenever, because room temperature water tastes nasty to me. And then it started tasting gross. And so, I switched to ice water, and that's whenever I knew that everything was coming back. Then I was reading some stuff on the whole smell and taste thing, and uh, I don't know if... Who was the one that got it? My father-in-law. 
Okay, did he say anything about it kind of messing with his memory? No, it was just just basically smell and taste. That was all. Because with Brant, he said that he got real scatterbrained. He's like it. It messed with. He he's got, like he got clouded a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so, times. well, I think it somewhat happened to me. But I was reading online about getting your smell and your taste back, and this one doctor just recommended smell, like. Um, not necessarily practicing, but like, you know, warming yourself up mm-hmm. to it. And so what he would do is you're supposed to get an orange or get something that has like a real strong smell and then smell it for like five minutes. Just have it under your nose and just try to remember the smell. Cause he was saying that COVID messes a lot with people's like mentality a little mm-hmm. bit. So what he was saying is you need to get that connection cause that's what's, keeping you from smelling after a while it all becomes strictly mental and you have to get something to you know kick it back in yeah so the first thing that i was able to smell was my dad's menudo i was finally able to smell it because he came and he brought some over and then i couldn't taste it but i could smell it so the taste was just like a little bit different so from there i started moving into like a lot more you know other stuff yeah like lemons pickles again you know stuff with a real strong smell and flavor Uh and then after a while it finally kicked fully on back in this weekend while i was over there at oktoberfest with the sauerkraut Mm -hmm. the sauerkraut was the first thing i smelled and then i tasted it everything tasted normal and i started eating everything and everything tasted the same and i was like heck yes i'm back baby so you you think it's like a like a what do you call it like you know how like children like babies when they try something for the first time you think that people are just like it's causing them to forget like what something tastes like? Yeah, because according Luke, to their memory of what what they've had experience before. Yeah, I was trying to smell an orange, and I literally forgot what an orange smells like. Like, because I was like trying to remember, and I'm like, it's been so long since I could smell. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was all destitute. I was like, it's been a fortnight since I could smell, and yeah. I'm all over here trying to smell See, an orange. My brother, he got it. It was what like three weeks before you. Yeah, and. I don't think he lost his taste or smell. Um, and I wouldn't know if he had short memory loss because he's not all there. Raquel anyways. technically tasted. <laughs> oh, well that's, probably wh- well, that's probably why he was asking me for players on fantasy because he forgot who I was. <laughs> I, would, I would say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's just Steven. He's just not all there. <laughs> no, no, technically Raquel tested positive and she... Nothing thinks- happened. She didn't lose it. She saw dead it's people. It's like the best way to describe it is it got foggy. Yeah. So like it was like she could barely taste it, but she, it's over now and now she can taste. It. So she got it like after you or? Yeah, I I gave it to her, but she went through her whole quarantine period. So. And what about Woodrow? Did he? Did he? Was he positive or did he? <laughs> he was running around, <laughs> okay. wondering why he can't go outside. I was like, because we're sick. He's like, but I'm not sick. And really, that's not the point. He's <laughs> running around with a positive attitude. He's like, it's not my fault. You're in the wheelchair, Dad. <laughs> no, exactly. No, and then all these kids were like outside from like because there's a bunch of kids that live in the apartment complex. And so you could hear them running around outside, and he would just look at me. I'm like, no, you can't go outside. He's like, Dad, why? He's 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 like, but my friend's dead. I'm like, I'm sorry, you can't. Your friends are going to die. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Just leaning out the window. He's just like, all around me, (laughs) I'm familiar. 
But the other thing... It looks like it's really... raining, but it's just one of the other kids with the water hose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just showered it on himself. <laughs> We're having such a great time outside. <laughs> um, but one thing that really sucked was the timing. Because wasn't it four days before opening yeah. beer season? Yeah. And so, which, which, yes, you could we did. quarantine yourself. You did what? Well, I thought you were going to say no. you could still go out, just not with anybody. And I was going to say we did. <laughs> Didn't see anything. We went, well, so I was, not to cut you off, I completely get from your tangent. But um, I was like, well, I've never been to Meredith to go and see that. Yeah. So we went over there, but I didn't realize that most of the hunting land is on the other side. Mm-hmm. And so I went to like the main entrance and then I was like, where the heck is all this stuff that they're talking about? And I had the map online from, uh, from Texas parks and wildlife. And that's exactly where I was about to get. Yeah. I, I was about to say that, that you, if you do quarantine, what better way than just go out and be in nature by yourself? Cause mm-hmm. Hey, you know, but you come back from Colorado, you haven't been, I was supposed to go with you yeah. to show you the ropes opening weekend we we're supposed to actually do an archery hunt on public land and yep. then covid pinche covid mm-hmm. yeah you texted chase and then i was in that group chat and i was just like i didn't even respond <laughs> you recorded to yourself just <laughs> pretty much because I, 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 I haven't i haven't gotten covid and neither has cassandra so i don't want to risk it mm-hmm. yeah and well she's gotten her vaccine but i haven't been vaccinated um that's just personal beliefs on my part you know, yeah. i just don't want to get back same but same. even though i had it um <laughs> was i gonna say um i think that i might have already gotten covid i think yeah. but but i wasn't 100 percent sure because it was 2019 it was december of 2019 and i had gotten really sick with the flu yeah and what i thought was the flu because it was like right after christmas mm. and when i went to the to the things like er now or something yeah like i remember that. that too i went there and the guy the doctor was like listen i've tested you for every type of flu you do not have the flu and i'm like i got something man you see me exorcist over here right. like throwing every you know everything up and he's like no he's like i don't doubt you man like you you're really sick but he's like i don't know what it is and by then i don't think they were testing for covid no because mm-hmm. we so, took rala it wasn't to the urgent care we just took it to her uh is it pediatrician pediatrician yeah pediatrician mm-hmm. We took her over there. It was in November of 2019 because she had a chronic cough and it wouldn't go away. Mm-hmm. And she just had it for, and that's exactly what the pediatrician said. She goes, I think she just has um, a cold or something. And I was like, yeah, but she's been coughing for about three weeks. And I was like, and it, it got worse and then she got better. I said, and so now like, she, like we have to give her breeding treatments basically. And this yeah. was a two-year-old at this time. And... I was like, but I was like, I don't know. And then here comes 2020 January and they started talking about this whole COVID thing. And then when the symptoms started coming around like March where they finally thought they had a, mm-hmm. had it figured out and they still didn't. <clears throat> That's why I was telling my wife that I'm not worried about it. I was like, because I was like, I guarantee you because we got sick too. Yeah. But the whole entire year of 2020. Yeah. Um, I mean, none of us got sick. Usually somebody will at least get sick with a cold or something. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like nobody got sick at all and um so well basically because my daughter she would always get some kind of sickness when she go to church because all those snot-nosed kids at church and yeah. parents bringing their kids 
to church while they're sick. That's a whole different story. That's every. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. That's why I don't go to church. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna praise God at my house. <laughs> but um, and so the, it's the same thing that happened. Yeah, was. I th- we think that we already had it. I mean, I almost didn't get to come to your house today. <laughs> yeah. We're all grouping together because I was messing around about it. But, I mean, honestly, it's not really anything to mess around because you don't – nobody knows the theory of it. Well, that's just the whole thing is be smart about everything. Like, I'm not going to be, like, one of those people that's like, no, stay home. You know, technically we're still supposed to be in quarantine. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Just be smart about the whole thing. If you're not feeling good, don't go. Yeah. If you don't know what it yeah. is that you're sick with, don't go. Mm-hmm. Don't and, put other see, people at risk. Because, I mean, I don't know if me coming over here and flu. being sick. I don't want the flu. Exactly. I don't want a cold. Yeah. A cold's like, going to slow me down. So if you have a cold, don't come around me. <laughs> like, I don't know if, do they, like, do all companies have to pay? Like, no, I, I don't no. think all do. No, so, yeah, don't. exactly. So I don't know that, like, if I get you sick, I don't know that yours is going to pay you for the time off. Uh, and that's one of the things, too, is that they don't. See? But, see, here's here's my thing with that. Um, United doesn't? You know, you, okay, United does pay you. If do you want to roast United if, right if, now? If, if, okay, okay, I'll roast them. Okay. <laughs> they pay you. Get him. Get him. They, they, they pay you if you've been vaccinated. They'll pay you for the time. If you get COVID uh, while you're vaccinated, they'll, they'll, get pay tested. You, they'll pay you for that time. Yeah. Okay, but if since I'm unvaccinated and I get COVID, I'm not gonna get paid for the for the time I'm quarantined. So I'm gonna have to use my personal vacation time yeah, or whatever true. I have left. Well, um, but here's my thing though about that is, it's kind of irresponsible for a company to do something like that because I don't have any children, but I know guys at work and I know women at work that have kids, and they're not gonna tell anybody shit if they have COVID. They're gonna go to work sick because. They need to feed their children. You know what I mean. So it's irresponsible of the company to do something like that because they're they're willing they're going to go there and spread COVID even more just to put food on the table because the company doesn't want to pay them because they don't want to be vaccinated. You know, on their beliefs. I was just going to say, tell them you're either Jehovah Witness or Mormon, and it's yeah. literally against your religion. Well, now we don't have to worry about that because <laughs> Governor Abbott he came out with that mandate saying that no entity yep. in the state of Texas can make you get a uh mandate you to get a vaccine so thank Preach. you thank you governor <laughs> let's go brandon thank you sir. let's go brandon. <laughs> we're not gonna pull politics yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's a different story yes, but, uh, but i who's so. brandon but oh yeah he used to be on paleo Portland. yeah <laughs> season one check shout it out. out brandon let's go brandon <laughs> but, but my thing though was when covid first started was we weren't afraid of getting sick you know because i'll still go to work sick too i'll tell that to the company like Straight up, like, if you're, if you're not going to pay me, then I'm going to go there sick. I'm just not going to say nothing. You have a little machine up front that takes my temperature. I may not be running a fever, but I still have COVID. That's not going to do shit. And you put it, you don't put it in the break room. You put it outside of the break room so that customers feel comfortable and they see that, you know, you're going and taking a temperature or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's really stupid. But the, but the thing that most people were afraid of, though, and one thing that I was afraid of, too, was, was total anarchy, dude. Like... I work at a grocery store and like empty mm-hmm. people will panic and like they will take everything it does not matter what it is they will take everything dude yep and of course you guys remember the shortage of 2020 the toilet paper shortage of 2020 see yeah i remember that because it was a good thing having you working at a store yeah. you're like hey i got access to some like don't say anything keep it on the dl i was like hell yeah i'll be there what's your venmo i'll venmo you <laughs> 
So yeah. And the most, the only thing I completely forgot that I had a whole freaking spiel. It's like if I was a stand-up comic, I had a whole thing about the whole shortage deal because of the masks. So there I was in a freaking grain bin trying to clean it out with no mask. Absolutely no N95 masks. Because there were none. Because there was a shortage. Because people started freaking out and going and buying these freaking masks that they're like, oh, what are these regular... They're for painters or dust. Oh, man, dude. I was so irritated. So irritated. I don't know, man. Meanwhile, Just... Jeremy... I think it was Jeremy... I don't know if it's not you, Jeremy. I apologize, but it was somebody at Ditchwitch. But they they uh, did woodwork. It had to be him. But they did woodwork and stuff, and uh, they uh, had a bunch of masks, masks for the sawdust and everything. Dang. And so he and then over there at Ditchwitch, we had a whole supply of toilet paper. So he's over there like, I got an idea. He's like, let's just. You know, head to the quarter street. Let's sell the let's sell the masks up the prize. Sell the toilet paper, and then we got shut down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're about to make some sweet cash. Yeah, I had four big old grain bins that I had to clean out in a month. Meanwhile, I'm over here with Matt's like, "What you got? <laughs> How much? Let's let's start bidding." <laughs> yeah, but for for the most part, I think everything's gone back to normal. It's just it's just all politics now. Yeah. That's all it is, you know. We don't really get into politics here on Panhandle Portland, unless it's about we, like a hunting topic. We try not to, and but goes down a rabbit hole. I was gonna say we, we try not to, yeah. and if we get into too deep of something or whatever, if it's Somebody if I cut it out and it's gonna be within forty five minutes to an hour, then it's good. I'll cut it. Yeah, but me personally, I just think I don't know what happened. Like now, I feel like I don't know if we've like split off into like a parallel dimension where shit's just like it's crazy here in America, man. It really is. That's so how we just can live our lives and work our jobs and hunt. I mean, I, I, I can say work our jobs, but then all of a sudden politics gets involved and COVID exactly. gets involved because we're about to open that small business. And now if if they start coming after small businesses, we may end up having to get vaccinated. And, and So right now mean, it's so, for so companies I, over over 100, 100 employees so plus. Does, so do you, are, y'all, are y'all required at United? No, because remember, Governor Abbott came out with the mandate. Okay, that's what I was so thinking. So that mandate protects everybody for now, but there's there's ways that the, the uh, what is it? So is it, so is it all the Southwest it. airports, like, everywhere else? Mm-hmm. Is that what the whole story is about? Have you heard about the whole Southwest story? No, I haven't heard Okay, that. so Southwest Airport there, they made everybody, it's required to get um, vaccinated. vaccinated. And all the pilots. That's why they. That's why they. All the flights have been delayed. Like these. La- this last like t- couple weeks, because all the pilots just walked out and quit, and everyone just left because they're like, "Hey, we're not gonna get the vaccine." And so finally, yeah. Southwest came out, and they're like, "Okay, y'all don't have to. We we need y'all." And yeah, that's why every flight has been delayed for like the last two weeks because of Southwest. Well, so just, they won. Like yeah. they stuck it to the man. They're like, "Hey, you know." Come on, yeah. Mike. With this only thing they're sick with. Give us our freedom. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys saw it either uh, in Seattle, Washington. Um, hundreds of police officers, police women, firemen, firewomen, all walking into the courthouse, turning in all their boots, everything, because they're they're like, we're you're not going to force us to take a vaccine. So right. like, you're losing 
the pe- the people's jobs that matter the most. You know what I mean? You're trying to enforce that. And I think the rule you were talking about was the hundred the hundred rule, which was if you're in a in a in a company where there's a hundred or more employees in the same area, then you have to be vaccinated. And um, that also goes to like cactus. Uh, where I work at, they were talking about we're going to have to do it, which mm-hmm. you don't have to get vaccinated, even with it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get vaccinated, but you have to show up every week with a po- uh, with a negative test, yeah. a negative test result. Mm-hmm. And that's what the original deal was. As long as a company has over 100 employees, Until which Cactus does, right? including all of their stuff. From what I heard was that it was still going on. I didn't hear about the Abbott thing until just now. Yeah, yeah. He came out, it was last week, wasn't it? Uh, it wasn't even last week, it was like, maybe last week. It yeah, I think like it was like Thursday. Days. It was like four days ago. Yeah, I think it was like Thursday or Friday. This is when Abby came out that mandate, just saying that, like, mm-hmm. leave us the home alone. Gotcha. Yeah. But, I mean, the same thing, if we're on the topic of politics, uh, required with hunting, that's what that game warden was telling me about. He's like, with the whole Second Amendment, he said, the second they get rid of the Second Amendment, he said, all of us hunters, he said, it's just going to start going downhill. He said, so we have got to fight to keep our, our right, right to, to bear arms. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, in, in that, it's it's super hard. Super hard to get rid of an amendment like that. Yeah. You'd have to come up with another amendment to avoid a, a previous amendment like that. But the second amendment, I mean, even if the even if the Democratic Party was, like, all throughout Washington, like, not just the, the, the Congress and all this different stuff, like, if, if there were barely, like, two Republicans... It would be almost next to impossible for them to get rid of a Second Amendment like that. Yeah, so what are they going to do? Just get rid of something that's over 200 years old? Because exactly. they're not going so to. It's it, not going to happen. happen. Or maybe 300 years now. Since but it's just, it's basically all it is now is just fear tactics is what it is. And eventually people are going to get tired of it. And I, have I like some, that show. I have some they crazy lady that I work no, with. No, scare tactics. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I This is scare tactics. <laughs> but I had this scary lady that I work with, and she's a Salabar lady. Was she on scare tactics? She listens to Glenn Beck every morning, dude. Oh. And, like, she's a conspiracy theorist, like, yeah. through the roof. But she's, like, 60-something years old. And she was telling me stuff, and she's, like, she's, like, she's balls to the wall with this stuff, dude. But she's, like, she's, like, we're going to have to, she's, like, it's going to be civil war, dude. We're going to start. I was, like, first of all. If if there's it's not going to be a civil war, okay? It's going to be guerrilla warfare tactics on our part because if we organize some type of army, all they're going to do is send a drone and kill us in one strike, yeah. kill all the leaders in one strike. I mean, it's ridiculous. I was like, so it'd be guerrilla warfare tactics like Red Dawn, where you just have small little ambushes here and there to piss them off, basically. But I was like, it's never going to come to that. I was like, but I'm speaking soon, too soon. I'm, I'm saying it's not going to come to that. I don't think it will. But you never know. With thing, the way things are going now, you never know. We may all just have to take our families and go live out in the wilderness. So maybe we need to have a <laughs> have a hunt and survival. Let's have a hunt and survival podcast. <laughs> Talk about ways to survive. Yeah. And hunt the land. Some important supplies that you probably need, like some of the most important supplies you would need. So get out there survive. and get your hunting license, so we can hunt some deer and then also survive the world of war. Well, I mean, if it's come to that point, I don't think a hunting license is really necessary at that point. A game warden's going to be out there, like, I'd shoot him. <laughs> I'd straight up shoot him. I'd be like, dude, we're in the end times right here, dude. It's a civil war, and I'm out here living off the grid. If I see a game well, warden... Well, first off, the game warden's probably going to just, you know, come up to you and be like, hey, he's like, you need help? I got a bunch of meat right here. Let's and then I'd up. shoot him. And okay. I'd take the meat. And then I'd probably take him because uh, he's meat. 
Oh yeah. We become cannibals. No, that wouldn't happen. But why do you, you think know, I have a dog? And I will always try to make sure I have a dog, to eat so it? that my son isn't the first one I eat. Oh okay. Oh. Okay. I, I was gonna. I was thinking like you were gonna train your dog so it would like kill. I'd possums. probably eat. Oh no. <laughs> I'd probably yeah, eat. Possums scare the crap out of me, dude. Oh man. So I walk out and like. So if you imagine going out your back door, I take literally two steps and then I close the door and then not even five feet from me, I just hear some real fast scurrying (laughs) and then like claws climbing up a tree. Like real fast, I was like, that was too fast to be a cat. That's too fast to be a cat. It started to, hold on. So then it's like gets up there and all I see is that tail. The picture I showed you guys where it's just the butt and the tail. I was like, I'm going to try to get closer. Oh. So I go and I take like two steps and I just hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so then I take my two steps back and then it moved finally enough that I could get another picture and kind of get the face on it. But uh-uh. I was, that's why all mine were like super zoomed in and like super pixelated because I was like, I'm not getting closer. Not only are possums gross looking, they're terrifying. <laughs> Oh, man. That's the one thing where us in Australia are, like, separate. Because their possums are cute as hell and awesome. And then we have those... They got, those, like, the big fluffy ears. Oh, they're all, yeah, they're all cute yeah. and look all cuddly. With the big eyes. Keep one as a pet and all nice. But then these ones out here are like... like ah, what are you doing? Ah. <laughs> Do you want to go to the seventh layer of hell? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a giant sewage rat, but in the panhandle. Yeah. But no. But why was... it was in town? That's what freaked me out. Cause uh, like I, I don't. To kill I don't cats. Really live on the outskirts, you know. <laughs> They're trying to kill cats. I wouldn't say I necessarily. I live in town, honestly. Yeah. So why? How it was that far in town? I have no idea. They're everywhere. I mean, even Hunsley Hills is a really nice neighborhood. I mean, it is kind of on the edge of town, but they had. Uh, I had a buddy that lived there, and they had like a silver fox issue, and they had. Um, those like not like a silver fox, like an old man. There's a bunch of old guys walking around like, hey, how's it going, little thing? No, that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> that, that would be even more terrifying. Oh, no, you're gonna make me feel really uncomfortable. You're gonna get too close to me. Oh no! <laughs> Can I smell you? <laughs> Do you, you want s- some butterscotch? You smell lady? like eggs and moose. Eggs <laughs> <laughs> isn't even cool anymore. But um, uh. No, like actual gray foxes. There was like three or four in that in that division of Hunsley Hills, and they're like terrorizing like all the animals and little yes. children. And so they had to like get animal control to get them out of there. But possums, there, I don't know. I just can't. And then they play dead too, mm-hmm. until it's even worse. It's just like what? And you go over there, touch it, like ah, <laughs> it's like oh, it's alive. <laughs> But that one that uh, we killed that was over there at our place, we uh, we had a deal set up. It's like an old shed, and uh, we used to live in a fifth wheel. And out there, we had that little shed, and our cat was an outdoor cat. And so we had the door creak to where he can go in and out of that shed to keep warm, especially mm. when it's colder. And so he's basically like a barn cat, but spoiled. He'd still come inside, too. And... Uh, my wife went out there to go feed it that one day and she opened the door and as soon as she opened the door she was just like she thought it was the cat just in on the cat bed and there's like a table that's in there and she has the cat bed on there and so she goes down she's pouring the food and everything and then she kind of like turns and she's like and as soon as she looked at that possum's like ah! 
<laughs> hissing at her, she yells and she calls me. She's like, "There's a giant possum that's in the place of uh, our cat's name is Mojo, I think." And uh, which is he disappeared, but that's what happens when you live out of town. Coyotes are just gonna pick him off. Yep. And uh, that's another reason why we need to kill coyotes because they'll find anything and everything, even small children. Yeah. Which live. honestly, they don't give a shit. We've had the podcast for a long time, and I, this is like my first time I get to shout out Matthew Skowski, buddy that I went to high school with, and real good friend of mine. And did he kill a possum? Oh no! Uh, so he's a part of a hunting group. They go and they do tournaments and stuff, killing um, coyotes. So they show up oh, to nice. like, yeah. And he, if I mean, I guess go at him on Facebook. I don't. I didn't tell him, about, but anyway, so like his Facebook uh, pictures, he's got a bunch of them where it's like. A huge pile of like twenty five thirty in the back of the truck, and they got their guns all set up, and he's got a team. So of are they like and, a varmint, or they're a trap? Are they a trap group, or are they a varmint killing crew? I think they're a varmint killing crew. Okay. I think is what they are because most of the time they'll post shout out they'll post like videos that. and stuff of like them like killing, and they go and they do tournaments, they do the varmint tournaments mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and. Yeah, I mean, they're always posting pictures. Does he have pictures. a name besides Matthew, whatever? No, I I don't know his group's name. I just know my buddy. He's the one that he will. I'm sure all three of them post them, but I'm not friends with them. I only, I'm only friends with Matthew. But, yeah. I mean, I'll find out more stuff about it. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe that'd be a cool thing to get him on the podcast. But, yeah, there he has uh, the last video. He does boars and stuff, too. But uh, he has, like, a bunch of uh, videos of the night vision and like yeah and taking them all out and everything like that, that with some awesome music so nice. really good time that's what a lot of people don't like they always talk bad and bad mouth trapping um because you always see these videos of people that are like hiking and stuff up in the mountains or like up in the and they see like a bobcat or a mountain lion trapped and you see them all like trying to help undo them it out and they're trying to save them and honestly like that's like a one in like a hundred case scenario that you're going to get that mountain lion free you're going to get that coyote free mm-hmm. and it's going to be okay but in reality even a deer like i see all these videos of people that are like saving deer and like cutting the fence and stuff that's awesome but it's one small one small little bitty hiccup and you can it could be your life yeah and you trying to save that animal's life i understand saving an animal yeah i mean if there's an animal that's in distress that that's great but if it's coming to people that are actually trapping and that's like their livelihood and you go over there and you rip that off, what if they're killing that mountain lion because that mountain lion just got done mauling a small child and mauling like eight calves and then mm-hmm. you're going to go over there and save that mountain lion because like, oh, these people are terrible. They're they're monsters because they're trapping these animals and they're stuck on there and, and crippling them. It's like, what was that mountain lion? That mountain lion shouldn't be in the area. Maybe there's yeah. a bad, po- an overpopulation. Mm-hmm. Everything's management. And so people badmouth these varmint hunters and they badmouth these trappers and they are literally helping you out doing this and doing their job and managing animal control. Yeah. So and let's I, say there were no hunters. Let's say that whole thing of what the uh, the game warden was talking about where, you know, Second Amendment goes away and now there are no hunters. Yeah. So I listen to a bunch of podcasts and, you know, I watch a bunch of stuff and Hearing some of the people talk in L.A., they're like, I live in Los Angeles, and the other day I saw a coyote, and I live 
in in the city of Los Angeles, yeah, and there's a yeah. coyote walking down the street all mangy. Walking down the street. So, that's happening. Or is that Angeles? No, that's Vegas. That's Vegas. (laughs) So, that's happening now. Now you take away all the people that kill those, it's only going to get worse. That's kind of one of those things on why Colorado didn't want wolves. Didn't want wolves in the state of Colorado anymore whenever they were talking about bringing them over. Which, I haven't paid attention very much since I left on how that ended up going down or anything like that, but... They're an invasive species. A lot of these animals, a lot of the predatory animals, they are an invasive species. If you have too much predators in one area, instead of killing off each other, they find other areas. And that's where you get the travel, and that's where you get things going, and next thing you know, you see a wolf in your backyard or something. So, hunting may be bad to some, but to others... It's a conservative thing. Like I've been saying, we are conservationists. Mm -hmm. A wildlife biologist has been studying animals in our area and seeing how many they are. So if we need to drop back tags, we drop back tags. Mm -hmm. If we need to make things a draw, we'll make things a draw. If we need to open season on these things, we open season. Mm -hmm. I just wish people would understand that. Well, it's like with my brother. We were talking about it and... You know, I told him, I was like, you know, me personally, I'm not in it for like, like most people are where you're in it for like a trophy, you know, a trophy kill or mm-hmm. like a trophy buck or whatever you're, you're hunting. Um, I told him, I was like, I do it for the meat. Me personally, I do it for the deer meat. Yeah. That's the main reason I do it. That's the main reason I fish for the fish food. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my... And prim- that's why I don't fish yeah. because I don't like fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, that's one of my things is like, I'm not a catcher and release fisherman. If I catch something, I'm going to keep it. Mm-hmm. Unless it's something that I can't eat, like a carp that's really hard to eat. Which, yeah. So, Understandable. Um, and which a carp is an invasive species in the yeah. lakes. You know, they'll take over everything. So, you know, don't think of it as, you know, like, we're doing it because, you know, we want big trophies and we want to show off and all this different stuff. This is this is kind of a way of life and you have to enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm. And if you're not enjoying it, you're just out there to take huge selfies and stuff like that. You know, it's not it's not really a good idea to be a hunter that way. Yeah. But me personally, I just do it for the meat. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. You know, but don't get me wrong though. I see a monster buck out there with drop drop times. Yeah, and stuff you're like gonna that. do like, it for the gram. Like no. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take that buck out. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm gonna show him off. Be like, I got him. Well, that but was of course. It's not your first priority. Yeah, exactly, basically. it's not my first yeah. priority, and it's yeah. not. And none of that animal is going to go to waste. We're yeah. going to get as much as we can off of it. Well, that was like whenever my quarantine was up, and then we did that spontaneous, you know, early morning trip, which you know we saw some, we saw some forks and some does. Yeah, but those forks have been eating all the corn, so Setson's like, <laughs> take them out. Which I'm like, you know, I'm like, cool, but this is my first. If that would be my first bow kill, mm. so I at least this is where I'm kind of getting picky for my first bow kill. You know, I at yeah, least yeah, want yeah. three points. You want a good memory for it, exactly. So like not necessarily just a fork. I at least want it a little bigger. Once rifle comes around, oh hell yeah, I'll take out that motherfucking real fucking quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't be like me last year, and I just like, eh, eh. I was like, we got a little spoiled because we saw like twenty seven bucks, and so we're. I was just like, eh, I don't know, I'm not sure. And then all of a sudden, the last day comes, and I was like, Any, anybody, options. anyone going to show up? Could somebody show up? 
and not a buck one showed up on the last day. And Abigail's like, you put that shit on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I just came up yeah. empty-handed. Empty-handed. Like, if there's a deer and it's legal to shoot and I'm in the right position, I'm going to shoot the deer. Yeah. Well, of course, I'm going to look at Stetson and Stetson's going to be like, go ahead. And then I'll be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I'm saying is where I'm going to be picky is my first bow kill. I at least, you know, I at least want it to be bigger than a fork. Yeah. I'll, I'll take down a good six by six, uh, six. I almost said six by six. A good six pointer. I'll take down a good six pointer. It ain't, you know, it ain't no thing, but. So how much of the bow season is left? Like what, two weeks? Two weeks. This yeah. weekend and uh, next weekend. Which this weekend we're planning on um, going to New Mexico because it's the first day of uh, rifle rifle in unit 42. And so we have permission on property that's on unit 42 mm-hmm. in New Mexico. And so I was going to get a tag for that. And, but also, also in reality, this is painted in poor land and it's going to cost, it's going to cost me nearly $300 mm-hmm. just to get that tag if yeah. I end up getting something. And well, so, I, I'd still say that's kind of poor because like there's guys out there paying three, $4,000. Oh yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. So. Well, we're poor, poor dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're scraping the barrel. <laughs> We're like, can I give you a sixer instead of having to pay? Hey, man, you got any more of those deers? Yeah, you got any more of those does that are, you know, just need to get rid of? Because, you know, I ain't got no cash flow. I got $5, man. That's all I can give you, man. Uh, You can get some of that butt ice. Oh, God. (laughs) But, um, so, I don't know. I I don't know. Me and Ryla may still take a shotgun trip. Mm Mm-hmm. That morning, I don't. I got a bunch of stuff I need to do, anyways. And for for you guys, though, it'd probably be worth it, though, because I mean, there is you and Abigail. So if you Abigail don't, if you don't shoot, if you don't shoot one, then you know, yeah, you she'll shoot. shoot. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Usually, when we go to New Mexico, that's the way it is. I mean, yeah. if there's one there, then she she'll shoot it. If not, I will. Mm. Same thing with hers last year. It was my tag, mm. and so as soon as we saw it, I mean, the first thing that came to my mind as soon as I saw it, instead of me. In reality, I'm like bail out of the truck or you know open fire. Let's let's take him down. I was just like jump out because she saw me and she looked at me and I said jump out. I said shoot him, and she was like what me? And I was like yeah. I was like there's a good buck right there. I said you busted your ass since September while we were in Colorado elk hunt. She busted her ass in September, all the way through, trying to find something and trying to get something. She she failed during archery and wasn't able to make it happen so as soon as we saw him i said Duh. i said take him mm-hmm. and we got him back this last week and oh i should have took you inside when you're there i should take you inside and show you because we set up oh i think y'all saw the picture but yeah we, I saw the we, we, sh- we put both muleys oh, in the yeah. living room aiming facing each other nice. and then her white toe over there on the where my muley used to be i was like man i can't even watch tv i'm just like sitting there and i was like looking at him and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I was like, rewind it. I missed what was going on. <laughs> so, again, we don't do this for trophies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm over here staring at my trophy. But if we do get one, then it's it's It's, it's exciting. Awesome, it really is. It's an awesome feeling. But uh, I was going to say, out of all of us, Stetson's the closest to being a, a trophy hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I've also been 
hunting since I was 12 exactly. years old. And You've so, been doing it way longer yeah, than Yeah, so us. I've been trying to figure out as I go. But even now, like I, like how I've talked many times, that's why I let Abigail hunt. That's why I want y'all to hunt. That's why if I see something and they're like, are you going to shoot it? And I'm sitting there waiting. And I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to pick up the phone and be like, hey, where are you? Get over here. Yeah. Because I feel more excited seeing somebody else. Even if it is a monster, yeah. it's one of those opportunities that if he's right there and I know he's about to leave, yes, and I'm by there, there by myself, and Abigail, maybe she already has hers, then yeah, I'm going to take that opportunity. But other than that, most of the time, I mean, I, I, I'd rather just... I get more excited whenever somebody else, like, gets to feel the feeling of taking out an animal and harvesting an animal. Yeah, you almost pulled me off the Mahindra whenever I shot the... <laughs> the oh, I was he so excited! Grabbed my cap and was like, "You got him!" Like, oh man, I was I was shaking. Like I was sitting there just holding the steering wheel. And I was just like, and "Real Woodrow was like, come on, Dad!" <laughs> and then he shoots him, and I'm like, "You got him!" Oh, it was exciting. So yeah, I guess that's kind of what we've been up to. Yeah. Until next time. Yes, sir. Uh, off mic, uh, I did get some some land over in Dalhart this weekend. Do you want me to shut up? Oh, no, you're good. Like, oh. I, I don't have to say anything, but I was just letting you guys know, like, yeah, how we were thinking about trying to get something over there in Dalhart. Yeah. I finally talked to one of my old friends, and he's like, whatever land I got, you're more than welcome to use. So, nice. I was like, well, fucking A, Cotton. That's what I'm know. talking about, so. So you gotta go check it out, see what the water sources are, and what everything is out there, or have you been out there? I haven't been out there, but he's an avid hunter. Oh, so, so, then, so then he'll let me know if he sees anything. Oh, okay, cool. So it's almost like getting a scouter, huh? <laughs> <laughs> are you just gonna end it where I say until next time? Well, how far along are we? We're we're pretty dang close to an hour. We're forty five minutes, so that can be fine. That'd be fine. Alrighty. Well, don't forget to <coughs> don't forget to go on to Facebook and like our page. Uh, I think that's gonna just about do it for us on this episode. Uh, just try as much as we can. I almost think I think we may have to just make an email and just make a Facebook profile. That way people would be able to engage and tag us and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Because now, since we're a page, you can't necessarily do that. But I think if we're our own profile. No, yeah. It's not necessarily. I think you can create a group. Because there's a page and then there's a group. And there's a lot of these like Texas Low Fence Hunting, Western Mielders. They're all groups. The admin, you want to come on, the admin have to add you on. And then you can post pictures and do all that stuff. Gotcha. Because that's what I was sitting there trying to think. I need to talk more to Abigail about it because I think that's the difference in a page. And uh, but, I think, I, but I think that they can post stuff on a. No, they can't. No, you they can't, can't post, post stuff on, on the page. page and, no. and that's one of the things that I think yeah. I want to do too. Is because like when I go hunting with my brother, if I get anything, you know, pictures of the places and stuff. Well, like you that, can because like, you're an admin. You're well, I want to be able to upload the. You can. Oh, yeah, you can. can. Yeah, yeah, you can upload ad- it onto the page. You're right an now. admin. You're an admin now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe with, I need to add you. With coming to the podcast comes great responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) 
bitch. Yeah, dude. You're the heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we should have told you you got that power, but you got that power. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be hunting related. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure. can't just all of a sudden post you like, get it out of the shower. Like those, like those four those four deer that my brother sent me, those pictures. I could have posted those on there, too. But yeah. Like, That's yeah. what my brother's seeing out there. Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly show where where he's hunting at, but like show, show where he's seen. Show a drop. Pin. You know what I mean? <laughs> so get over there on Facebook because there's posts to come. But uh, yeah, so which get on. you know we may end up switching it to a group or whatever. But you know we'll keep everyone updated and all that. Either jazz way, engage. And, like we want people yeah. to engage. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And we're gonna try with we have some we have some hunts coming up and we got some stuff coming up. We're gonna try to make sure that we get as much film done as much as possible i know i keep plugging the youtube even though we haven't done anything but we're we're working on it but uh you know you guys just stay patient with that and we'll you know we're gonna try to get all that stuff done but uh other than that we'll see you guys in a couple weeks so uh yeah you guys take care